Welcome to the LTC University Podcast, empowering and educating across the great state of South Carolina. Here we go. Welcome to the LTC University Podcast. My name is Jamie Preston, and today we have the president of LTC University, Dr. Jimmy Williamson. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Great to be here. Yeah. Today, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, and that's leadership. Absolutely. But before we jump into that, tell tell people a little bit about what you do and the things you've done in the past. Well, LTC University is the, um, is the not-for-profit arm of LTC Health Solutions, and we provide education and training for both the healthcare side as well as the hospitality side of our company. Um, I've been a lifelong educator, have worked in um, technical education and four-year public and private education my entire career, um, but have also worked in the healthcare field. So uh, this job gives me an opportunity to sort of marry the two. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which takes a lot of leadership. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, so, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. We're going to be talking about five different leadership principles, and you've got them from a leader from the past, right? But that is from Jesus. That's right. Some leadership principles, and I think he's one of the greatest leaders, if not the greatest leader to ever live. So let's hop right into that. And sure. Just kind of talk about that. Why? Why do you think Jesus was one of the greatest leaders ever? Well, you know, it's it. it I'm basing what I talk about today on a book that's written by Laurie Beth Jones, The Leadership Principles of Jesus, Jesus CEO. Um, and, and she really delves into a lot of his background and his teachings. And I think that he was um, more of a teacher. And because of his teaching, began to be the leader uh, that people respected and admired and wanted to emulate. And, and just as you said, it, it doesn't matter what faith you come from, um, you have to admit that his life on earth was significant because never before has uh, a person been born when we stopped marking time in one way and then reconfigured the calendar and started marking time in a different way. So from that historical perspective, uh, his life was significant. Absolutely, Um, yeah. You know, there's, and we're still talking about it. Right, you know, exactly. There's, there's other leaders that we've, you know, been, you know, from the past that we talk about. Sure. But I don't think he's, and we talk about Jesus more than probably right. any individual across the world. Right. And, yeah. you know, he he, um, he left this legacy all within 33 years. So you think about the, mm. the youth that he brought to, and the wisdom that he brought to his teachings yeah. uh, is pretty significant. Yeah. But I do love the book, and I recommend to the readers that, the, or the listeners, uh, that they read the book and that they uh, they really um, look at it from the perspective of from leadership principles, not necessarily from a biblical perspective, but from a leadership perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's jump into those sure. uh, points there. Well, a couple of my favorites, um, and 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 the book is very is written so that it's easy to read. Uh, you can pick it up, read through it, put it down. You don't have to to think much about how the the pieces all connect. Um, I don't have the book in front of me right now, but one of my favorite things was that. Um, he didn't kick the donkey. <laughs> mm. And so, you know, you, you think about um, managing and leading people. Uh, he did it with inspiration. Um, the, the, the thing that I think was, there, there's several things that I want to talk about, but w- the first is that um, Jesus always knew who the boss was. He ne- it never, ever um, escaped him that he was, he was placed here on earth 
um, to really report to God and, and his father. And so he communed daily with the boss. He kept in constant communication. And I think that, mm-hmm. you know, you, we all have bosses. I yeah. mean, no matter, no matter if you work independently, if you work independently, your boss is your customer sometimes. You, mm-hmm. We all have bosses. We all have to answer to, to another person or another being. And so I think that when you learn that and you begin to, to really stay in constant communication, um, good things happen. Yeah. Um, he, he allowed uh, God to exalt him. Um, and and he, he, in, the, in, in Philippi, uh, Philippians 2, uh, verse 5 through 11, um, it says, um, Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that so that the name of Jesus at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord to the God to the glory of God the Father so God placed him here gave him a title gave him authority he he was vested with authority from the beginning mm-hmm. um how he began to use that authority was was completely um, it, it he he assumed a worldly um, life and then and then began to to use that authority in very prudent ways and mm-hmm. and always trying to teach and always trying to be the servant leader which I think also is really really important. Absolutely. Now I'm I'm a huge fan of the um, the Greenleaf Institute and the Greenleaf Institute basically says that. Uh, you have to be a servant in order to be a leader, yeah. and I, I think it goes back to the old principle that you know you you don't ask uh, a subordinate to do something that you wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, you put yourself in their shoes, and and of course Jesus was um, he, he he defined greatness really as being a servant. And I want to refer back to another piece of scripture in Mark um, chapter nine, verse thirty three through thirty seven. He says. And they came to Capernaum, and when they, when he was in the house, he asked them, What were you discussing on the way? But they kept silent, for on the way they had argued with one another about who was going to be the greatest. And he sat down, and he called the twelve, and he said to them, If anyone would be first, he must be last of all and servant of all. So if anyone is going to sit at the right hand of God, uh, you must you must humble yourself and be able to walk with the peasants and mm-hmm. and and really walk with those who are less fortunate. Yeah, and a lot of times you see people; they think they have to be, you know, they have to have that arrogance and that ego to right. lead. You don't. No, not at all. You know, not some of our greatest leaders have had no ego. Right. Uh, being number one, being Jesus. Right. Um, but I think humility is. I think people relate to you so much more. When they see a humble exactly. person, yeah. and, and people can say, you know what, I can follow that person. Sure, um, and I think that's why that people follow sure. Jesus. And I think we, as as leaders, we need to recognize that that there is great value in humbleness, mm-hmm. um, but we also uh, need to recognize that 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 we all have egos, and mm-hmm. so it's how you put that ego aside mm-hmm. and how you really focus on on what the the the, the prize is. What yeah. is the outcome? You know, Jesus always knew what the outcome was going to be. Yeah, he knew what the prize was, mm-hmm. um, and he and he he 
he didn't know when, but he knew that ultimately he would his life would be sacrificed. Yeah. I think for me, humility, especially in leadership, it takes the pressure off. Yeah, it does. Because you don't always have to be right. Right. You can be wrong sometimes. Exactly. You can make mistakes, you know, and you're going to make mistakes. Sure. So it takes the pressure off. I don't have to be right all the time. Right. But what I do have to do is continue to be humble so that people want to follow. Right. In my leader followers, you don't lead. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's exactly. In my leadership journey, um, I had to to learn that that mistakes are okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember someone that I that I respect tremendously, even to this day, he was a, a, a supervisor, and I had really made a really stupid mistake. Um, and he said, "It's okay. Don't beat yourself up. Learn from it. Don't do it again. Mm-hmm. But um, just just." No, he he told me, he said, at least I know that you're working with good intentions, that you Mm -hmm. were trying to make things better. So don't ever be afraid of failing. Yeah. And that was great advice, I think. I remember reading a book. I can't remember what story this book came out of, but it was a... An executive, he was hired on at this company, and he had this big deal that that was, you know, he was working, mm-hmm. and it fell through. He made a mistake, and he he cost cost the company about a million dollars. Wow! And so he went immediately went to his computer. He began to write out his resignation letter because you can't lose a million dollars and not be at a company. And so he, he goes to his boss with the resignation letter, hands it to him. He says, "What are you doing?" He's like, it's my resignation letter. I just lost the company a million dollars. He's like, so you're telling me that I just spent a million dollars training you and you're going to quit. Right, right. You can learn from it. You, you can. You know, and you should learn from it. And, and you know, you, you think about all the people who have invested in you in terms of your, mm-hmm. uh, your leadership journey. You yeah. can't let them down. They've made mistakes along the way, too. We all make mistakes. Yeah. You know? It's one of our biggest ways we learn. Yeah, it know? is. It it's is. not comfortable. Mm-mm. It's not fun. No. But, man, it's effective. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and, and Jesus um, Jesus also uh, left a seat at the head table. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's kind of interesting. I think when, when I am testing out the waters with a, a new group that I'm either the designated leader uh, or um, am going to assume a leadership role down the road. Road, um, I, I don't always walk in and sit at the head of the table, mm. because I think that that is a message that okay, I'm here, I'm authority. Now, if I need to send that message, I'll sit at the head of the yeah, table. Right. <laughs> and there are times that you need to to do that. Sometimes mm-hmm. you sit at the middle of the table so that you are with the people that you're working with. You're humbling yourself. You're 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 again not asking them to do anything that you would not do. Mm-hmm. Um, but but Jesus was very cognizant of always leaving a space at the head table yeah. uh, for different people. And, and, and it didn't always have to be the same person. Mm-hmm. Um, recognizing the talents of other people, I think, is important. And, and Jesus was able to, uh, you know, he took this disparate group of 12 people <laughs> who were just... Not the, ideal. Not ideal. And they were not... <laughs> You know, if you were trying to put together uh, a stellar leadership group, you would not have selected these 12. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he provided inspiration and he provided guidance and wisdom. Um, and they went on to to teach his word that still lives today. Mm-hmm. Um, so you think about, you know, it, it's that when you look at when you are building a team, um, yeah, you want the best and the brightest. But there are people often on the team that you you 
maybe we're just assigned to you. And mm-hmm. so how do you find the how do you find the real value in that person and bring that value to the forefront? Yeah. Um, you inspire others. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you, you need to try to find in everyone something that either they haven't discovered in themselves or that that you can uh, that they can can bring to the team to make the, the overall experience a better experience. Mm-hmm. So. I think one of my favorite things too, Jesus wasn't afraid to make tough decisions. Exactly. You know, and he and Jesus got angry. You know, he mm-hmm. threw over the table in the temple, mm-hmm. um, and, and it's okay to 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 use your anger in a positive way um, when you're a leader. You don't need to use it to intimidate people. Mm. You don't need to use it to um, to threaten people, but but certainly you need to use it to convey uh, the gravity of the situation. Yeah. Um, there are times that yeah, we all get angry. Mm-hmm. What we do with that anger and how we deal with that yeah. is a different thing. Yeah. I think um, disappointment, too. I think. <clears throat> Absolutely. Because every leader is going to be disappointed. You're going to exactly. come up to something and you're going to be like, wow, that's super disappointing. <clears throat> what you do with that disappointment, right. I think, makes a big difference. It does. You know, one of the things also that that, that I think that Jesus did um, in terms of respecting diversity, you think of the historical um context of when he lived uh he only revealed himself to women mm-hmm. you know he was um he, he revealed himself to the woman at the well um he revealed himself uh after he was arisen from the tomb uh to women it, it didn't his significant um relationships were all based on female relationships mm-hmm. uh, although the, the you know he, he he understood and appreciated the value of the men in terms mm-hmm. of the disciples but he understood and appreciated the value yeah. of women as well he definitely in a, in a culture that was not yeah didn't recognize did that. not recognize yep. women as valuable right which he did they were right. the first ones at the tomb right you know they were the first ones to find out he wasn't there right you know, um, so he definitely he led women and and, mm-hmm. and put women women in leadership. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you know the the other thing that strikes me uh, as a as a pretty significant um, characteristic of Jesus is that he accepted responsibility. Mm. He said, "I am, I am the way, the truth, and the light." Yeah, and so he he knew what his role was. He accepted the responsibility, mm-hmm. and it wasn't easy. Yeah. Um, and I think that, that if we are going to put ourselves in a leadership position, we accept the responsibility. It may have been someone on your team that really screwed up or it might have been you that screwed up, mm-hmm. but you accept the responsibility. Yeah, I think that's one of, one of the biggest values I think we could take away from this, especially because our first instinct when we make a mistake, you know, or somebody on our team makes a mistake, um, our first first thing is to hide it first right. of all that's right. our first instinct right it's not the right thing to do but it's the first thing that we go to mm-hmm. and, and i think there's nothing that will you know lower your own respect people the respect that people have for you than hiding something right exactly but the thing that i think people look at somebody who makes a mistake owns it mm-hmm. take responsibility for it and your respect goes up yeah absolutely every absolutely. single time yeah, yeah um so i don't know why we do that I know, but it's, I know. it's our first instinct and our first instinct to just sort of cover it up or, mm-hmm. or, or not yeah. be transparent. Yeah. You know, you know, and it's you know counter speaking to from what, the Bible, that's what Adam and Eve did. They wanted to cover exactly, up exactly. everything, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, but, but it's not what we, when we take responsibility, we learn first of all from it. Sure. But then 
we ins- we can inspire through that mistake. Exactly. Because exactly. people, they have a kindred spirit to people that mm-hmm. have messed up because they've messed up. That, yeah. So you have this connection, and I think it's so important when people can see a leader that's transparent and vulnerable. Yeah. Wow. That's true. You know, true. I yeah, I think it's such a important lesson. You know, Jesus also um, knew what the vision was. I mean, he he was a big part of the mission, and and he knew what the vision was, and he mm-hmm. and he never wavered from that. He knew yeah. what his role was. Um, again, he 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 corresponded with the boss daily. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus took risks to serve others because he trusted that he was God's son. Mm-hmm. Um, and and when you look at John thirteen verse three. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and he was going back to God, rose from supper. Mm -hmm. He knew exactly that he was here. He knew what his mission was, and that was to to really be of service to other people and to be a servant leader. Yeah. I think that taking risks is something we're losing in our culture. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have so many people that have high anxiety, yep. um, but it's something we have to be able to do sure. at times. Now, not every time. You don't take a risk every time. No. But the risks that we do take, man, they're so we learn so much through those exactly. risks. Exactly. It's a calculated risk. We, mm-hmm. we, we need to learn to, to take those risks um, and know what, what the chances of success are. Uh, of course, sometimes we don't know what those chances of success are. Yeah. I mean, and, and some of the greatest accomplishments I think that, that I've been involved in have involved great risk. Um, and stepping out on faith and stepping out to say, mm, mm-hmm. maybe I can do this a little differently or, or a little yeah. better. I mean, when you think about LTC Health Solutions and Agape Senior and how it was founded, and our, our CEO said, I thought that I could make a better living arrangement for senior adults. Mm-hmm. And uh, sure enough, that was the genesis of the of the company, just trying to do things differently. I can build a better mousetrap. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes a leader who is willing to take risk. Yeah. But it also takes a, an environment that the leader fosters of, um, of, of allowing people to take risk. Mm-hmm. You know, you never know till you try. Exactly. And... If you, if you put people in a box all the time and say, do this, this, and this, it gets rote and routine, and, and they get disinterested, and, and, and suddenly the, you've lost them. You know? yeah, and I think that's creating a safe place. Yeah. yeah. Part of your culture saying, okay, it's okay. It's I'm, okay. You're, you're allowed to make a mistake. Exactly. You're allowed to take a risk. Sure. Now, if it doesn't work, mm-hmm. of course, correct. Right. And I think that's what we have to be good at. Exactly. Exactly. So I think you know, in 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 retrospect, I think that we uh, we can all learn something from Jesus and and his life on earth. And again, it's not about uh, what faith you you may be from, or if you have faith at all, right. um, from a historical perspective and and from the actual writings and the teachings. Uh, we can learn a lot from yeah. from reflecting on that. Absolutely. And you know, it's for for me, it is the. Um, it's, it's sort of the ultimate uh, measure of what a leader truly should be mm-hmm. uh, when, you, when you place uh, your leadership journey against that of Jesus or you measure other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll never be at that level, but certainly to reflect some of those principles and some of those mm-hmm. teachings uh, is pretty, pretty significant and Absolutely. profound. 
Thank you so much. Uh, this has been great. Um, Thank you. We've, this, you can learn, you can take something out of this, you know, and I would encourage people to listen to this a few times, take one of those principles sure. um, and start applying it. If you don't apply it. And, and another thing I think too, is just because you're not in, you said you, you talked about this just because you're not in a position right. uh, with a title that's a, of leadership doesn't mean you can't lead. Exactly. Leadership is just influence. It is. It is. And it, you don't have to be the designated leader. Mm-hmm. You could be the natural leader. Yeah. Um, because the group sort of looks to a natural leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it may not be the person who is in charge, yeah. quote unquote. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. And, thank uh, you. Yeah. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, Jamie. Just a couple of announcements. Every single month, on the first Monday of the month, we have an event called the Community Leadership Assembly. You are invited, especially if you're an assisted living administrator or skilled facility administrator and a social worker. You can earn up to three CEU credits at this event. You'll hear from a couple different speakers, and we're going to provide lunch for only $10. You don't want to miss it. So make sure you come to 1626 on Main in Columbia, South Carolina. You won't regret it. Also, if you'd be so kind to write a review for the LTC University podcast, give us a five-star rating. We would really appreciate it. We'd love for you to check us out on social media. You can go find us at LTC University on Facebook and at LTC University on Instagram and Twitter as well. Thanks so much. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Let's continue to learn together. Have a great day.